All right, and welcome to the new welcome to a new episode of the Doorman Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Skelza. And um and yeah, so hopefully we're going to start we're going to start ramping up on um on scheduling podcasts or trying to um get more out on a more frequent basis cuz uh what, 4 or 5 months is not a valid schedule to be on when you're making episodes. So yeah. Um, so hoping to ramp up on the, on the schedule here. So we're going to, uh, we're going to get this one out. Um, but yeah, um, just a quick update on, well, weekly up. Well, I mean, it's been five days, so what the heck? Um, nothing much is new. Um, just more work more school. Well, not more school. Well, yeah, school work. And then, uh, I had my first, uh, bio lab this Monday uh, for my class. We did it on, um, for those of you who are either science nerds, bio nerds, well, that's the same thing. Um, bio nerds or just straight up interested because you want to learn everything, uh, or know it all that works too. Um, we did a lab learning about, well, we designed our own lab, which basically meant we were fumbling around for an hour and a half. Um, uh, um, learning about, I know there's going to be a lot of ums here. Uh, we learned a lot about the, uh, the genetics in, uh, in people who are lactose persistent meaning that uh, people who are able to digest lactose or lactase, which is the sugar um, that helps lactose go down in the, um, well, helps you digest lactose. Um, and um, uh, and whether you're not, when, whether, and if you are unable to. So basically, the ability slash inability to digest lacta- lactose and break it down properly. That's the lab was about. So, yeah, that's all I can say. Um, uh, fun fact for uh, fun fact for the day: um, two thirds of adults or people, though worldwide, are unable to digest lactose or lactose intolerant. So, shout out to all my <laughs> lactose non-persistent people um i think you'll uh you'll be able to figure that out if you're not if you're able to digest lactose or not continuing depending on your age at this point um but if not i don't know (laughs) we'll figure it out later um maybe let me know if you're lactase per i don't know feel free to, you know, reach out if you're lactase persistent or non-persistent so I can get that data right. (laughs) But anyways, uh, that's all I can really say up to now. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much about it. Um, So, oh, uh, another thing. Um, On my, um, I am officially on TikTok now. I am under, uh, if you want to go ahead and follow for more content over there, um, it'll be under at LVI Productions 56 on TikTok. Uh, 
So you'll be you'll be able to find me there too. So now you'll be able to find me everywhere: Spotify, um, TikTok, Instagram, the works. So um, I'm I'm working the system. I'm working the system. Um, but yeah. So um, man, I left off. Um, I mean, yeah, I pretty much just um, went over what my life was like, pretty much from the beginning of 2023, doing a reverse recap, which was the title of the second episode, um, uh, la- well, last episode, I just basically did a reverse recap of my life from the beginning of 2023 to the, like, the beginning of 2022, so that's that's all I can say. But I guess the real question is, which I know a lot of you are asking of me, um, which is, how did you get all this started? How did you, um, how did you get into doing this? How did you, you know, how did you start this? And I can honestly tell you, it was a, it's a buildup, you know, you know, certain things that you're attracted to or not, well, not, well, I guess you can say attracted to for that matter, but you know, certain things that just, you know, take your attention build up over time, you know, it's not just a boom, it's more like, you know, you start noticing a theme, um, and then I kind of started noticing it, um, um, I think it was around, um, well, yeah, uh, I'm talking comedy specifically, or at least entertainment comedy in specific, uh, specifically, not my life story, although it's part of my life story, but, you know, who gives, you know, <laughs> you don't need, you don't need to hear my life story, you know, <laughs> it's not that important. <laughs> no, it is. Um, uh, let, let's see. Um, it was around, um, I think where it started to become a theme was, um, it was my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary. I had flown from the colorful state of Colorado down to the uh, hu- humid but uh, clean <laughs> uh, South Carolina um, uh, to celebrate um, this wonderful occasion. Um, you know, everyone was there. My cousins from Florida, uh, shout out to you guys if you listen. Um, um, shout out to the cousins who listen in Florida. Um, and then, you know, lots of people. Uh, and then, you know, lots of people from, um, well, yeah, just the family uh, coming down to celebrate the occasion. And, um, you know, we just happened to throw on Netflix one morning. And um, one of my cousins, uh, I can remember this like it was yesterday. He recommended, um, uh, we want, well, he, uh, one of the things that we caught, or well, one of the things he caught was the um, Gabriel Iglesias special on Netflix, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry. And I had never heard of, well, I'd never heard of comedians before. I've never been in comedy. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm unfamiliar. I am uncultured. Um, I would, I didn't live under a rock, but I was very much like, you know, um, not sheltered. What's another, what's it like? Not, I was out there, but I wasn't like, was there like a term for like being half cultured? 
but not full culture. Um, if there is, please let me know in the uh, question and answer. Um, please let me know in the Q and A um, <laughs> in the um, on Spotify, which is a new feature that I've been trying out. Actually, fun fact. Um, well, another fun fact for the day. Um, so yeah, feel free to put in some comments there. Um, and let me know if there is a term for that. If there's a, uh, if there's slang that I currently don't know about, cause I promise you, if there is new slang that's being made or come up with, I'm always the last one to find out. And then I'm always late. So I'm always late on trends. That's what you need to know. Um, but, um, where was I? Uh, Gabriel, that's what it was. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we watched this game, uh, the legendary fluffy Iglesias on this special. And I was hooked. I was like, my stomach hurt from laughing so hard. Like laughter is a workout. I will repeat, um, definitely the hardest I've laughed at any other hardest I'd laughed in one of my period. One of the, one of the times I've heart, I've laughed hardest. That was perfect English. I guarantee you. Um, and, um, and yeah, and I didn't really think much of it there. I started following Gabriel and, you know, started binging all his, his specials and binging all his YouTube stuff, even though they would upload basically repeats of the same material, just with different names, just like how I upload the same stuff over and over just with different names (laughs) on my own stuff. So I'm following in my uh in my comedian's footsteps, so there's that for ya. Um, um but yeah, I didn't really think much of it. Um, you know, I started growing in my comedic knowledge. You know, I moved on from Gabriel to Jim Gaffigan, who is still one of my all time favorites. I actually got to see him live in twenty nineteen. Um actually I got to see Jim Gaffigan and I saw Avengers Endgame on the same day, um, right afterwards. So that was that was a legendary day for sure. And that was also right after I got my first my first dog of my life, which is not a joke. I'm not kidding you. It is a black lab golden mix, but he's more lab in appearance. Um, his name is Doggo. So you know if you if you're around me and I have my dog and my if you see me and I'm walking my dog and you're like. Oh, cute doggo. It's like, that's his name. He'll think you're talking to He'll think you're talking to him. So, but yeah, we love him. Needs to work on his eating poop habits. So (laughs) there's that for you. Um, But from there, from Gabriel, from Jim, um, I kind of just, you know, scoured the, scoured the, the interwebs and the, and the, um, and the tubes that you all and the tubes that you all know, um, uh, for you know new and entertaining comedians, um, you know who have different uh, um, uh, what are they, what is that um, uh, <laughs> not effects what is that word different perspectives, different perspectives and different comedic styles, different comedic uh, angles on things whether it be like legendary Robin Williams, uh, rest in peace. Um, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, I don't get no respect, no respect. 
Um, uh, who else? Ronnie Dangerfield. Um, and then even like smaller comedians, um, like for example, um, uh, Leanne Morgan, who's actually, uh, becoming more, uh, who's actually gaining, um, more traction now. Um, she just made a Netflix special. Um, but I first knew her from dry bar comedy, which is a fantastic, um, for all you, com- uh, fans of comedians or, uh, comedy nerds, that is a great channel to follow. Um, there's always gem new, there's always new comedian. Now here's where I lose my English, uh, new comedian, new gems of comedians, um, every day and every week. Um, even though they're a little bit, you know, not as mainstream, they're still hilarious as frick. <laughs> um, not on my Christian Minecraft server. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, they are hilarious. Um, I found gems such as Mike Paramore, um, Drew Allen, um, Josh Sneed, Brent Hune. And like you will be, you will almost never be disappointed with who you get. Um, and then yeah, so I, I did some. I followed Drybar. Um, I you know Rodney Dangerfield, Robin Williams, Stephen Wright, fantastic one-liner comedian. Um, I still crack up. Um, but um, yeah, um, that's pretty much how I got into it. Um, and, you know, I start, I, I also started noticing, like, um, I think what really kind of set it off or what kind of, um, you know, initiated the spark was, um, my friend, a friend in high school, uh, you know who you are, um, shout out to you, but I used to be in speech debate when I was in high school, um, which is, um, it was fun, but it's also not the most open no it's it's definitely it attracts a certain crowd is what i'm getting at um i mentioned this no i don't whatever um but i guess i'll have to continue this in another segment um because i think we're we're on something interesting here so um all right i will see you guys in a couple i will see you guys in a couple seconds and uh yeah we'll continue this further. All right, and welcome to the second segment of tonight's episode, or today's episode, when this drops. Um, uh, But yeah, um, let's see, I left off um, Drybar, um, Drybar Communions, High school speech and debate. All right. High school speech and debate. So, yeah, as I was saying, um, (laughs) high school speech and debate is a crowd. It's not for the faint, faint hearted. Let's put it that way. Um, It's full of um, quirks, full of drama, full of I mean, it's basically like a, you know, your typical um, high school football team, except instead of everyone throwing instead of everyone physically uh, uh, physically slamming into each other, um, 
now everyone's throwing shade, throwing verbal shade. Although it's not actually like that, not physical, not actual throwing shade, but you know, it's speech and debate. So you're throwing words at each other rather than throwing, throwing body weight. Um, um, but yeah, um, it's a very, it's very competitive. It is very competitive. Um, like, (laughs) I mean, it was like, I, um, the way it works is, um, at least in the speech part, I didn't debate because, um, uh, I would suck. (laughs) I won't. And second, and well, first of all, I wasn't even interested in debate. So there's that part of the equation, but, um, on the speech part, essentially with whatever event you did, you basically had to, um, and it's basic and it's basic form. You had to pick some sort of topic or something that would relate to a certain topic or like a piece and kind of tie it in with maybe like a societal issue or societal concern, or I don't even just a personal concern, you know, you know, somehow tie it in with to the modern world. And then you would either offer solutions, leave it open ended or kind of, um, you know, give your best impression, go out for it and, you know, impress the judge as best you can. So it's basically like America's Got Talent or American Idol, but um, uh, not as fun. <laughs> no, it was fun. No, it's fun. Um, so I think some people are going to attack me for that one. Um, if, you, if you listen to this, if I know some of you listen to this and you're he's like, you're calling me out, but no, I'm not calling you out. That I'm just joking around. But um uh but yeah, I was in speech and debate uh for 3 years. Um although technically I really count 2 because I was inactive for that third year, um uh, but I was still technically part of the team. Um long story. But um I mean, uh I definitely would say that speech and debate helped me a lot personally cuz one, I wasn't the most socially outgoing person or um I guess when I say socially outgoing I I guess I want to say I wasn't the most extroverted person of all time which that's perfectly fine uh shout out to my introverts and ambiverts um well actually I'm thinking I might be a little bit more ambivert than introvert but that's besides the point um so yeah uh definitely helped with um well, I did a lot of more intellectual. It's very, very intellectual. So I did lots of writing, research and preparing and memorizing. And so it, it helped definitely in the academic part of things when, you know, you're citing, when you're citing, you know, doing your MLA citations or your, um, your turn in, uh, trying to not get accused for plagiarism on turn it in. Some of my high schoolers and college people will get that. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, uh, avoiding plagiarism. Um, um, And then also just trying to figure out how to manipulate things into working into your viewpoint um, as well. (laughs) No, I I mean, like, authentically, not manipulating information. Um, But... um, at least that's what they say. 
Um, and then, yeah, uh, we, I did that for a couple years. Um, I felt like I was good at it, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, tournament champion or I wasn't, I was never state or national material, which I miss, but you know, it was, you know, it wasn't my thing. So it was fun. I was, if anything, I was there more for the fun and getting to know my friends a little bit more and, and all that good stuff. Um, but you know, I did, you know, I did want that some form of, you know, I, I, at least I could prove that I was some, I was a good debater or good speaker, good, that I was good in competition. That's all I can say. Not just, you know, someone who's, you know, uh, just doing stuff for fun, you know, just also putting in the work. Um, but, um, I think, but I mean, going off of that, um, I mean, I just had lots of fun in speech and debate. We were always laughing, playing cards against humanity. Maybe some people will get offended by that, but, or even shocked that I even played cards against humanity. If some of you that listen know who I am as a person, uh, um, I mean, yeah, like cards against humanity. Um, what else? I mean, we, I mean, you were just messing around all the time. You were, you were just messing around. I mean, we had a quote book, which shall remain unseen and unhidden or not unhidden, <laughs> which will remain unseen and unheard. Well, I guess you heard of it now, but unseen at the very least. Um, I think I'm going off track here. Anyways, I think we're, I think a spark initially, initially happened was, um, there's an event in speech and debate called humor, which contrary to popular belief or contrary to maybe pop preconceived notions, humor in speech and debate is not doing stand up, which I thought that would be, you know, you're doing stand up or you're, you know, talking, you know, making jokes. But humor is where you would take a humorous piece, cut it down to about 15, 10 minutes, and then act it out and, you know, hopefully make people laugh. Um, which I guess is sort of the same thing, but it, to me, it kind of feels like, you know, it's, if you want to, you know, prove you're funny, you gotta, you, you know, you want to do it yourself, not play off a character. Oh, well, I guess it, no, that's comedic actors do that thing or do that. So I can't really say that. Point is, I felt like it was, it wasn't a good method of doing humor, but that's besides, I don't know, but um kudos to those who do humor in speech and debate um but i really um one of my friends was in humor and i got to watch him do his piece for finals or maybe like maybe what is it mid no not mid um not midterms i'm not in college um yet um not midterms um Qualifying? Quals? No, I don't know. He was in a qualifying round. That's what I can say. And uh, he did a really good piece. And it really surprised me and took me by surprise that, you know, he had that in him. But it was it was a fantastic piece to watch. Very funny. Um, I did not expect. Um, I didn't expect it, but it was awesome. And I think that's maybe partially that partially attributed to the spark for comedy. Um, but when it really hit its stride was um, around senior year, so 
second first trimester senior year because my high school is the only school in Colorado who still does trimesters. Um, but yeah, uh, long story short, uh, I was going through a little bit of a rough time. Um, you know, well, yeah, rough time is in the middle of COVID, so that didn't help. But um, uh, I just I was looking for something to cheer me up and. One of the ways I did that or kind of looked for that it was in comedy. And, you know, I was like, I eventually started thinking, well, how do comedians get their start? You know, they just don't, you know, start making jokes and, you know, sell out audiences. So I was like, how do they get their start? And I turned out you, you know, you do open mics for comedy. And so I'd watch like little open mic, local open mics or, you know, ones from, you know, the improv or ones from you know, a, you know, some small rinky dink comedy club in God knows where Illinois <laughs> or something like that. Um, or I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know, but, um, and I would watch these open, some of these open mics. And I was like, at some point I was like, I know I can do better than that. I can come up with material better than that. And the journey began. And, um, you know, I started you know, I started keeping a track of my own material. Um, I actually still have a doc, Google document, which I keep to this day of all the ideas I have, which I hope to work into material some of, and to some of my own material in the future. Um, and, uh, you know, just the thoughts just flew. Like, you know, it was like a part of my brain just like flipped a switch and everything, you know, every experience, every uh, every experience, every memory could just be flipped into a little joke that I would, I could turn, or maybe even just like being in the present. I could just think of a, I don't want to say a comeback. Cause I, I still, I'm not to the point where I can do a, uh, uh, what is it? Um, uh, on your feet comeback. I still have to wait in the shower. I still have to do the, like, I still have to wait till I get in the shower till I think of a good comeback. So I'm, I'm still not there yet. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, uh, let's see, open mic. And then, you know, I eventually did a, um, I found a family owned business in New York, uh, based in Gotham comedy club, which is where a lot of comedians perform and, you know, like big, big headliners and, like it's, you know, New York is big in the comedy scene. So it made perfect sense. And, um, and then, uh, what else? And I did a eight, eight, seven, eight week class. And then at the end I got to do a live stream comedy show. Um, the goal was to do five minutes, but I end up wound up. I end, I ended up doing about six, seven minutes because my class was not as big where it allowed, allowed for more time in case, you know, we went over or if we needed, you know, you know, more time to fill in a, fill in a space. And I loved it. Like I was practicing, I was using all my methods I learned from speech and debate, you know, like talking to walls by myself and practicing it, not in front of people and doing it by myself, you know, how I would, you know, move around, what would I do and how would I influctuate my voice or how would I, uh, um, influence, um, how would I use different tones and stuff like that in my speech? Uh, so 
kudos to speech for helping me out with that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it kind of just stuck from there. I have my own comedy journals, comedy bits, um, which I hope to maybe write and maybe even perform in one day. Maybe not. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll think about, you know, doing it for real, but, you know, maybe it'd be a cool thing to do on the side or just, you know, you know, uh, maybe like for a little talent show kind of stuff, you know, just little hobby, little passion, pro- little passion project, but not like, you know, a main, I don't know, main source of income or something like that. But, you know, we'll see where life takes us. Um, but uh, I think I, um, I'll keep it here for now. So I hope you'll, I hope you all enjoy and hopefully you laugh. If you don't, um, that's either my problem or, uh, or maybe you need to get a sense of humor, uh, which is not my problem. That's a personal problem. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's about it for today. Um, or tonight, today or tonight, whatever. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening tonight, guys. Um, I appreciate you following me on this new journey of mine and seeing where this takes us. Um, uh, like I said before, uh, I'm on TikTok now. Um, so if you are a, a if you do the talk, uh, please uh, follow me there or find me there. Um, uh, also on Spotify, there's a new uh, Q and A feature going on. So if you would if you have any burning questions, burning comments, burning desires, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you guys work. Um, go ahead and shoot me something in that in the reply in the, uh, yeah, shoot me something and I'll, you know, reply or maybe even get you featured on the next podcast episode. Um, or, uh, what else? Or if you want to send me a voice message as well, there's a link in the episode description. Um, you can send me one there as well. Um, and then again, follow me on Instagram. Um, it's probably the last time I'll say that, uh, cause it's probably getting a little annoying and to self-promote and um yeah so that's gonna about do it and um well we'll see you guys next time hope you enjoy peace